The Mass of the Lord's Supper on Holy Thursday evening is truly unique. The bells are rung while the Gloria is sung, but then they will remain silent until the Gloria on Easter Vigil. The washing of feet of 12 men normally occurs during the Mass, and the Mass normally ends with, with a Eucharistic procession to the altar of repose where there will be people gathering throughout the night to pray and adore our Lord in the Holy Eucharist. And in this Mass, there is a proper Eucharistic prayer prayed at this Mass, which is not prayed at any other Mass for the entire liturgical year. And the instructions in the Roman Missal for the Mass this evening give very specific guidance on what the celebrant should preach on. There's only a few other times, there's only a few other masses and rites in the, in the Roman Catholic Church in which the church is so specific in telling the preacher what to preach on. The instructions this evening for the priest are as follows. After the proclamation of the gospel, the priest gives a homily in which light is shed on the principal mysteries that are commemorated in this Mass, namely, the institution of the Holy Eucharist and of the priestly order, and the commandment of the Lord concerning fraternal charity. Now, although these principal mysteries are distinct, they are intricately woven together. The Holy Roman Catholic Church is a Eucharistic church. Without the Eucharist, the church does not exist. Every sacrament of the church derives its power and, and efficacy from the Holy Eucharist. The Holy Mass, in which the Eucharist is brought about, is the primary prayer of the church. The Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. Everything we have in our faith, everything, comes from the Eucharist, and it goes back towards the Eucharist. Everything. And without the Eucharist, nothing in our faith makes any sense. The Holy Roman Catholic Church is the Eucharistic Church. Without the Eucharist, the Church does not exist. And without the priesthood, the Eucharist does not exist. No matter how smart or, or talented or rich or famous or competent somebody is, doesn't matter how good they are. If that man is not a validly ordained priest, that person cannot bring the Eucharist into existence. It's impossible, except through the hands of a validly ordained priest. Without the priesthood, the Eucharist does not exist. So the first two mysteries, the institution of the Holy Eucharist and the priestly order, these are inseparable. And following the example of the high priest, Jesus Christ, Catholic priests today are called to live out their priesthood with extraordinary fraternal charity. The example given this evening in the gospel 
is Jesus washing the feet of his apostles. I remember I was in fifth or sixth grade CCD class one day, and our teacher, whose name was Paul, he came in and he was carrying some basins and some jars of water and some towels. And he said to the class that morning, I'm going to wash your feet. And he said, you're not going to understand this now, but you will someday. And he started washing the feet of the kids in my class in CCD. He was a very humble and gentle and holy man. He'd served in the Navy for many years, and I had a feeling that he was living a life of penance and prayer. An incredible act he did for us. But he was right. I didn't understand why. In fact, I refused that day. I refused to have my feet washed by him. You know, this act of washing somebody's feet, in many ways, it's very simple. You take the shoes and socks off, pour water, wash them, wipe them off, put the socks and shoes back on. It's pretty easy. It's a very simple act in many ways, but in many ways, it's not so simple. Every year, except this year, because we're not washing the feet of people in the Mass this year, but every year in the past, in my priesthood, I have found difficulty finding volunteers to have their feet washed at Mass. No matter how large the parish, it was very difficult to find 12 people because nobody wants to have their feet washed publicly. They'll say, well, Father, they, they look ugly. They smell, they stink, you know, they're dirty. I don't want anybody to see them, especially you, Father. It's quite an act of fraternal charity on both the part of the priest and the person who's having their feet washed in the washing of feet. Yet Jesus Christ is asking his priest to go far beyond just foot washing. He's asking priests today to surrender. He wants us to surrender our very self. He wants us to surrender all, to become that servant. Earlier this morning, I drove 40 minutes to find a priest to hear my confession. And as we began my confession, we were walking around the parking lot of the empty parking lot of his church. He made a comment that he was happy to see me on this Holy Thursday, it's a very special day for the priests. He welcomed me as a brother priest, and he says, you know, we, we share in Jesus Christ, who's both priest and victim. Jesus Christ is not only the high eternal priest, but he's also victim. The victim, the lamb who's slain on the cross for us. And I, as a priest, every priest and Holy Mother Church shares in that. An imitation of our Lord. My greatest role models growing up were the priests who ministered with what I would call heroic virtue, with great bravery and courage and charity in a world that frankly 
does not want them around. They surrendered everything. They died to self in order to serve God's holy people. Truly amazing models for me. And on, Hol on Holy Thursday, I make it a point to remember the many priests in my life who have brought God's love and mercy, God's strength and power to me in the sacraments of the church. I think about and remember the priests who baptized me, who washed original sin away from me, made me a member of the body of Christ, and first shared with me that, that hope, that promise of eternal life. I remember the priest who heard my first confession. I remember the priest who gave me first Holy Communion, the body and blood, soul and divinity of the Son of God for the very first time. I remember the hundreds of priests who brought me face to face with the divine physician, Jesus Christ, in the sacrament of confession. I remember the thousands of priests who've given me Holy Communion, the bread of angels, the bread of heaven, to strengthen my journey on this planet as I await the eternal feast in heaven. The Holy Roman Catholic Church is a Eucharistic Church. Without the Eucharist, the Church does not exist. And without the priesthood, the Eucharist does not exist. Now, ironically and sadly, during this most holy time of the year, the Holy Eucharist and the priests of the church will be noticeably absent. Most Catholics in our nation will not be able to see a priest in person or receive the Holy Eucharist for who knows how many weeks. Most will not be able to have their confession heard unless they are near death. And sadly, many Catholics barely notice this. They'll barely notice the absence, a mere inconvenience. Though many faithful Catholics have noticed, in the past several weeks, some Catholics have commented to me that the current pandemic has made them realize that they have taken easy access to priests for granted. They've never really had to worry about the next time they can receive the Sacrament of Reconciliation or the Holy Eucharist. They've had the luxury that if they don't want to confess their sins to a certain priest, they can drive 10 or 15 minutes down the road and find another. If they find that they go to Mass and they don't like the music of that parish, or the way the priest preaches, they can drive another five or ten minutes to the next parish down the road and find another priest. If they end up in the hospital, all they have to do is make a quick phone call to the local parish, and the priest will be there within the hour. Not so anymore. For some people, one of the greatest blessings which will come out of this pandemic is a greater realization of the importance of the sacraments in their life. It's a realization that it's through the sacraments that God comes into their life 
to strengthen and nourish and heal and forgive them. As we continue with this Holy Thursday Mass, let us call to mind the priests who have been ministers of the great love and grace of Jesus Christ to us. Let us think about and thank God for the priest who baptized you, who healed your soul and gave you true peace in absolving your sins, who fed you with the bread from heaven, the bread of life, who prepared you for the sacrament of holy matrimony, who anointed your parents or godparents or your children as they prepared to leave this world, who visited your loved one in the hospital, who shared in your greatest of joys and the deepest of sorrows. Let us thank the high priest, Jesus Christ, for calling men to the ministerial priesthood of his church. And let us implore him to inspire and strengthen his priests to serve with heroic fraternal charity. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.